Welcome to the Accounting Technology Fireside Chat Podcast. Now, sit back and enjoy while Nick and Trevor help you use your technology to make money and delight your clients. Well, good morning and welcome to the Accounting Technology Fireside Chat. Good morning, Trevor. Now, this is a turn up for the books. I'm in lockdown and you're not. (laughs) We're the only state not in lockdown. That's only because we were in lockdown, probably. We just went early, early, early. (laughs) Well, you you did. Now now, now who's laughing at Dan Andrews? None of us, I think. I'm so devastated that Gladys didn't get through again. Didn't work out for her. But anyway, it goes to show. The only way to stop this thing is it's harsh. harsh Lock them down. (laughs) Lock them down. Shut the borders. Oh, the poor people. Like everybody who's been on holidays and trying to get away from this winter down here, and now everybody wants back into Victoria. It's like. <laughs> it's awesome, isn't it? How the worm has turned. And yeah. um, there's some horrible news from Queensland this morning. So they, um, some of their cases have infected a bunch of others and they've all got Delta variant and they've been in the community for 20 days and that's going to custard too. And I think we exported that from Sydney and I was on the call with the guys from Zero in New Zealand yesterday. And oh, yeah. um, they're, they're in lockdown because somebody flew in there from Sydney as well. So it looks, it looks ah. like we've managed, we've managed to infect everyone. <laughs> uh, bloody old cesspit town, terrible. Nah, <laughs> we can all joke. I just, you know, you have this mixed emotion. You've, you've once. Sometimes you're like going, oh, you know, thank God it's not us this time. Then you're feeling sorry, and then you're going, see, it's bloody terrible. And you go, up you, because you know you got this. You just, you, you just change from time to time. You know, because I don't. I think it's tough. You know, like I, it's tough on everybody, and uh, the impact it's having on people. You know, it's getting, it's coming out. There's there's a lot of other issues from locking down and doing all those sort of things that are, are hitting the community as we come out of it. So, and, know, and I think talking, we're, go on. we're 75% here, which is really good. And the vibe, it's, you know, coming back into the office. And I know it's nice to work from home and do those sort of things, but to come back in the office and see people and the vibe in the office is really cool and we're, you know, um, end of financial year today. <laughs> it is. It's the. I'm. I'm surprised I even got you because I thought 30th of June is like your busiest day of the year. Or has has that changed? I started writing the email just for shit's sake, but <laughs> and then I went actually no. Yeah. It, well, we're doing a little bit of. There's a lot of things we're we're helping um, with the all the accounting firm with their changeover. So. Firing off new jobs, so things that, you know, a bit of housekeeping, so all the internal jobs in XPM, we're resetting those up. We're setting up our um, our annual jobs for, for the year, so we're importing all those and helping out with that. So we're doing a lot of getting those set up, those of you use XPM, you know, there's some housekeeping that you've, you've got to do. Uh, we always recommend that uh, and always have that to, at the end of the financial year, fire off a new internal um, administration and uh, leave job. You know, it's always important to do that. Um, I think I the last one I saw had been running for seven years and there were that many transactions in it. It was basically impossible to get a report out of it. So you've got to roll them <laughs> over. <laughs> Draw a line in the sand somewhere, archive it and move on to the next one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's 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 funny, isn't it? It used to be that this was a crazy time when you were doing a billion things, and it seems to have calmed down a little bit. Is that because of the technology? Is that because of the change in the yeah, last ten uh, years? 
Well, we did a, um, I help, you know, we support some other businesses doing payroll and they, you know, oh, we've got to get together and do the um, payment summaries and the reconciliation. And five minutes later, you know, for 70 staff, I said, you've gone through, checked it all. Yep. Push that button. Yep. There you go. You're done. She's like, that's it. <laughs> and you don't have to send group certificates out. You don't have to do any of those things anymore. So single touch payroll has changed a lot in that space. Um, mm-hmm. Tax planning. I think a lot of people are really getting into that and they've already finished it all. Um, there's no crazy tree schemes and that going on anymore. The government wiped those out a few years ago. So that doesn't happen. Is there? The, everybody gets their super in well in advance. That's uh, it's a different world. But it let's talk about world. tech. What should we do, yeah. Nick? It's the end of the financial year. What should I do? Should I go out and buy a new laptop? Well, you you tell me whether that's financially the right thing to do, but I'd always <laughs> be going out and buying a new laptop. You know, that that's that's absolutely what I'd be doing. So 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 is is that the most tax efficient time to buy technology? There's a question back at you. Well, yeah. Well, you get a you well depreciation through the roof. You can claim everything, so you can buy whatever uh, but, you want. And but um, I, I, th- I think I'd business. say, I think I'd say any advice we give here is general in nature and not tailored to your specific circumstances. Yeah, yeah. My cetera, my my tax my tax knowledge is, uh, you know, a few years old. We might get some people kind of giving me a call. And uh, do you remember when we did the uh, travel allowance speak the thing we did, and uh, a couple of uh, accountants rang me up and. <laughs> question advice we were talking about um the helicopter rides is that a value is that a valid travel allowance is that a valid travel oh when when bronwyn bishop helicopter ride could i actually claim that one Mm. and we were talking about that whole whole concept of um you know travel allowances and our accountants using you know the travel allowance you know process properly it's like the government sets everything up for himself why don't we go and have a look and make sure we can use that as well so hmm. yeah that's that's fascinating um, yeah it's a good if you're going to buy if you're going to buy if you think about it right you've got to buy a a, some sort of tech and you know head out there their sales are on one Everything's sort of everybody's trying to clear their stock, so um, they, you know you get some good bargains out there. So don't just think of the, the depreciation, but all of your products now it's fully depreciable. So you know, yeah, if you're going to buy something and you need you need to replace your your, your computers, it's probably time to do it. Cool, cool. I must must remember that. So just before ending financially, if we we're allowed out, which of course we're not. Mm, click and collect. <laughs> well, no, it can't even collect. It's 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 click and contactless delivery. I think is the way it's going to work. Is that what you got? You don't. We could do click and collect. I bought a new TV during the last lockdown. Yeah, we we did too, but it's getting delivered. So you're only allowed out for a century. So it was confusing. Our, our um, health minister Brad Hazard, who is nicknamed Health Hazard, um, <laughs> t- turned turned around and said, "You could only get out for essential stuff." And I don't think essential oils would be considered essential. And that was kind of his guidance on what you should get. So everyone's uh, a bit confused as as we are. It's, it's not like, and I, I've got to say, listening to the press releases from um, New South Wales, where they would tell us the figures up to 8 p.m and then tell us the figures from 8 p.m but then say but we've already included some of those other figures so if you add it all together divide it by the number you first thought of there's there's way more infections that we want to tell you about is kind of where it was going but it's um, changed hasn't it? it's not about the number of infections it's more about the um locations now how many locations it seems that's more about more of the issue isn't it 
It is. So the math, math, interesting mathematical thing is what's called the R0 number, which is the number of people somebody infects when they have COVID. And mm. they always say if you get your R0 number below one, then your infections decrease. And if you get it uh, above one, they increase. And this Delta variant seems to be at about a five. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, let's, we're not talking about that. We're talking about tech. We're talking about <laughs> we're the talking end of the financial year. Well, well, we were talking about things... tech because we were talking about tech. How do we get our tech? That's what we were. Yep. We were going through that problem. We the conundrum. We want to buy something. It's the end of the financial. You want to take a tax advantage, get a write off for it, but we can't go get it because you're locked down. So, how do those write offs work when you're buying software as a service? Yeah, do you actually need to buy an annual subscription or do you just buy? Well, if you did, if you bought an annual subscription, that's like prepaying your subscription. So it's a prepayment. And yes, you can claim it as you, know, you can claim a deduction for it, you know. So, ah, yeah. that's so, it. There you go. Go and sell out some Hub One's subscriptions in advance. Anybody yeah, wants so to pay for it before the end of the year? <laughs> <laughs> Nick at tribetech.com.au. Is that the one? <laughs> tribedev.com.au. But, but you can get me anywhere, really, any of my email addresses. <laughs> so, the cool tech I've been playing with this month, I've been playing with a couple of things. Um, there's some really interesting stuff in software development coming out, which I won't bore you with. Um, but the key thing I've been playing with is AI. AI, artificial intelligence. Yes. So, yeah. so if you right. if you go uh, to people who CR... struggle with acronyms, <laughs> yeah. If, if you were to go to crn.com.au, I've written an article up there, half of which I got an artificial intelligence to write for me, which was quite fascinating. So, so we've been oh. playing with some 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 really cool tech at the moment. I'll be able to tell you more later, but I think AI is going to. If I was going to, what we did in the weekly wind down, which we hold every Wednesday afternoon, is mm. we do predictions. Every, at the end of the calendar year, I think we should do some predictions for the next financial year in the technology fireside chat. What do you reckon? Oh, you know, you scare these accountants out there with your predictions. Well, okay, I'll, I'm going to be. I'm going to be nice. I'm going to be. Don't nice. say that all, the accountants are going to have no work to do because everybody keeps <laughs> saying that. They've been saying that for ten years. Everybody's going to run out of work. And if I look around, I reckon accountants are busier than they've ever been. They just get. They just do it faster and harder. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the compliance regime isn't getting simpler, is it? If you if you actually wanted to put accountants out of work, you'd put in a simple flat rate tax for everybody, and then then you lot would be in all sorts of trouble. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'd be more not, worried. It's about. not just tax, though, Nick. You know, like <laughs> we've got so many other things to think about. You know, that's I suppose. You know, it's just not tax that we uh, that we've got. So there's so much reporting and compliance that has to be done, and capturing that information. And you know, um, like I'm moving more into, you know, the, the the integration of applications. And so AI is an interesting one across the board, and automation and those sort of things because you've got as as small businesses and accountants and that we've got access to tech that we've never would never have thought of that we would ever have access to in the in in the past. Yeah, some some of the technology out there is amazing. So we should do a, a fireside chat where I actually show some of that tech. I'm not going to do it yet because I'm not allowed to yet. But when I can, I'll show you some mm. of that. Yeah, there's a whole bunch I've got access to which I can't tell anybody in public yet. But oh. hey, who gives you that? Ah, oh, there's a couple of things I'm subscribed to. So we're we're subscribed to a thing called GPT three, and GPT three is an AI which has been trained on every document on the internet effectively. Um, and they think it's so dangerous that the people who have access to it actually can't share it, how it works publicly with anybody yet. So you've got AI, you've got machine learning. Yep. You've got 
um, automation or power uh, yep. power automate. Tell me the difference between these three. Start with power automate and tell me well, let's, and let's then start talk with, to about machine learning well, and then come rather, finish off with AI. Yeah, rather than power automate itself, which is a product, let's talk about automation. And yep. automation is a way of taking manual tasks and getting a computer to do them. Kind of, kind of like a, a, you know, a production line in a factory. You're, mm. you're basically automating something you do. So if you do, the things which lend themselves to automation are kind of repetitive tasks. So uh, a repetitive task could be, you know, onboarding a new client. You always do the same stuff, right? You send them yeah. out a form, you get some data back, you create some documents, you create a folder, you do all the stuff you do. It's the same every time. Um, it, or it should be the same every time, right? That's how to make your business really efficient. Power Automate lends itself to that. Power Automate um, or, or automation lends itself to processes you understand really well, going and automating them and making them happen. So that's... Yeah, so things like grabbing a form, getting a form filled in, capturing that data, yep. inputting yep. that data into your database or your CRM or your practice management yep. solution, you should be able to automate that. You should never be inputting data anymore. Data input should be dead, right? That should be done by the system. So the user fills out the and end customer fills out the form that goes straight into your system. Well, and, and, and look at, um, you know, like we've been, there's been some basic stuff. If you think about, you know, where we used to be to do a tax return for somebody, you know, you yep. would go in, you, you you would get a copy of group certificate, you'd fill that in. Now we sit there, we push a button, we download the data from the ATO because the ATOs, you've got single touch payroll. They've captured everybody's finalised their, da their, their data very quickly and very easily. That information flows straight into the tax return. You check it, you add a few other things, and you finish it. So that process has changed dramatically in mm. the last 10 years. No, we did. We were saying 10 years ago that compliance would be radically different. I think we called it the death of compliance. But if you think about the amount of time you used to spend to do an ITR or a small business tax return versus the amount of time you spend now, it's dramatically less, right, with the right automation. Yes. Well, that's it. But And it's much more accurate. You know, mm -hmm. I'd have to say that the accuracy of everything has to be through the roof too. Which is which is awesome. And then you've got things like pre-fill from the ATO where they gather data from your systems. But all of that stuff, all of that is delivered through automation. But five years ago, you wouldn't trust that data. But now you do because it's more right. accurate it's, it's right. yes <laughs> so that's 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 automation so when you're talking about automation all of that stuff is automation yep okay. what did you used to say if i do it once i'm learning yeah. if i do it twice if, if, and i have <laughs> if i do it twice and i haven't automated it that's bad if i do it three times and haven't automated it i should be fired <laughs> mm. so so you Is should be lazy, sitting with your lazy smart IT guys. Smart, lazy people. Yeah, that's that's, the, that's the, <laughs> exactly who to hire. Um, but the goal you want to get to in your business, if you look around your firm and you see staff sitting there doing the same thing in and out every day, almost, you know, tasks you don't even think about, right? Oh, fill in this document and I'll type it into a system. You know, there's no intelligence required to do that. That's work that you need to automate. That's work that you need to stop humans doing. People get really protective of that. Nick. Yeah, I'm sure they do, but they shouldn't be. Do doing, oh, shouldn't the be amount interesting of, stuff. <laughs> I know you and I do, but I I walk into accounting firms and you know, and I, I I'm not gonna anyway. I walk and I see people protecting those roles. 
Yep. That functionality. They grab it and they go, well, that's easy. I'm getting paid a good, handsome salary to come in and do the same thing over and over again and don't take that off me because I like doing that. Yeah, so the, the first thing that will happen is the business will then offshore that, um, which, which we're seeing. That was the first phase of that. The next phase is we're seeing technology automation kick the offshorers out mm. because the te technology just does it better. Um, it doesn't forget things. It remembers how to do stuff. It's just thinking of that the other day, and I was thinking, where has that gone, the, the offshore side? Like, let's there. go get that cheaper, but let's go get it. Now we've got it. We can automate it. We can even do it cheaper again. But all right. Now, take me to the next yep. one. Machine, so machine, learning. machine learning. Machine learning's really fascinating. Um, let me, I'll pick an example of one of the things we can do with machine learning. So, so I built an algorithm a few years ago where I took um, every car that had been sold in secondhand car yards in New South Wales. And I took some details about those cars. I took the make, the model, the year, the number of doors, the engine capacity. Um, I didn't care about condition because it didn't seem to be anything which changed it. Um, and how much the secondhand car yard bought it for and how much they sold it for. So I, what profit they made. And we took you know, thousands of these car sales and we put them into a, a database and, and we tagged it. And we, took, we created what's called a machine learning algorithm. So basically we said, here's all this data. Right. Um, what I want you to do is learn from it. And I want you to be able to predict the buy price and the sell price if all I give you is the make, the model, the number of doors, the engine capacity, et cetera. And so it built, it's able, machine learning is able to build predictive models. So it looks at the data and it can, it can predict what that will be based on the data you've already given it. So the more data you give it, the better. Um, for example, if I was zero and I could see how everybody coded everything going into an accounting product, I could quite simply build a machine learning model that would automatically code things going into an accounting product. It's not very hard to do. Um, so once, once we but did it does, that. It we, does that though. You get that with your bank statement, your bank rec, and you get that, and it's looking. That's machine learning, where that it's basically following the. It's following the same transaction. So we do have, we do have a, have, a, have a lot of that when we're doing bookkeeping and reconciling bank accounts. It's saying, oh, you put that here last time. Yeah, so that's you put that here last time, but it's not yet everybody put that here. And we're just starting to see, at least in my industry, they released a, an app overnight in GitHub, which is something we use to write code, which starts writing code for you. So you start typing in what you want, and it fills in whole code blocks for you using GPT-3, which is one of the machine learning algorithms we have access to. So predictive, predictive is actually really, really interesting. Anyway, we took that to another level where all you had to do was take a photo of the car, and because it had a database that was tagged of a million photos of cars, it could work out the CC, the number of end, number of doors, the make, the color, the model, and would calculate a price. And um, um, that's similar to an algorithm used by a popular online car sales application where you can take a photo of the car and they'll give you a quote on the spot. That's a machine mm -hmm. learning algorithm doing it. And we found that was, you know, compared to a human who'd been doing it for 40 years, it was, you know, 50, 60% more accurate. So how how to go with COVID and everybody bought caravans and then everybody needed four big four wheel drives and the price of your Land Cruiser has gone ridiculously through. The roof. I, haven't, I think I haven't, it's been, a... I haven't been playing with that math, so I haven't touched it since then. <laughs> but but 
you can you can create a machine learning algorithm which stops and is static, or you can create one which keeps going. For example, yeah. we worked with a manufacturing company, and we used um, regression analysis, which is a machine learning algorithm, to predict their sales. And we were, you know, within eighty percent of what happened, and the sales team were within were, were we we were eighty percent accurate, and the sales team was twenty four percent accurate. So it gives you an idea of what you can do with it. So that's machine learning. Cool. All right, now AI. AI. So AI is kind of the next step, and it's based on a bunch of machine learning technologies. But for example, if I was to take a machine learning algorithm and tell it I wanted it to predict the next words in a sentence, for example, and I trained it on every piece of text on the internet, theoretically, that could do things like write articles for me, write blog posts, write Twitter posts, write code, translate things in different languages, blah, blah, blah. And that's what we're seeing now with things like GPT-3. So if you go to openai.com, I think it is, um, they have a uh, an artificial intelligence, which is a set of machine learning uh, things, which will allow you to say, draw me a picture of this, and it will draw you a little picture of whatever you say, or um, uh, write a blog post about this, and it will write a blog post, or, or, or summarize this for a second grader, and it will summarize it for a second grader. There's all sorts of very cool things that these things can do. So artificial intelligence is where we're using computers to do things that we used to think were only in the realm of intelligent beings. But it's based on machine learning and prediction. How can an accountant use this, do you think? There's a bunch of, uh, how can an accountant use this? So there's a bunch of ways you can use this. Um, one of them is you are probably getting a bunch of very similar inquiries into your firm every single day. Um, and they end up going to people who actually cost you money. If you, mm. could, route, if you could route those inquiries through an AI, first of all, the AI would say be able to accurately answer 80% of inquiries coming into your firm properly, the way you want them to be answered. And it's not very difficult to build. Then you're only dealing with 20% of the inquiries, but all of your customers have had their questions answered. That's interesting. Um, if you start selling, you know, uh, monthly pricing as an accounting firm, we get have this thing called churn. You know, customers leave. Um, yep. It's nice to be able to predict they're going to leave before they do. So potentially you can stop them. I know every now and then you want to fire and flag a client, that. But, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So customer churn algorithms is a very common machine learning algorithm to predict whether your customers will churn. You can then do what we call anomaly detection. So when you're doing, yeah, you know, I, I know accountants do little audits for associations like soccer clubs and cricket yeah, clubs. Yeah. And I know, I know that audit's quite a light audit. Um, but if you could run all their data through anomaly detection, and it could go, here are the areas you actually need to look at. Your audit becomes really fast and the same price, but you're actually picking up things that are wrong. Hmm. So there's a couple of ways you could use this with, with your eyes closed. But we won't. Why? Why don't we use it? What happens? People don't know how to ask the right questions. They, uh, like insurance companies, you know, like you talked about audit before. I've asked yeah. insurance uh, auditors about that, you know, these anomalies, outliers and stuff like that. And but the insurance companies are dictating how the audit has to be done. So they wouldn't accept that as a process. So you've got to get the insurance companies to drive those changes. Yeah. And, and you know, insurance companies, the big ones, are using a whole ton of they use AI heat, and machine they? learning yeah. themselves. Yeah. They work out, okay, well, we're going to charge 
Sydney a lot less because they're in lockdown because yeah, so no one's driving a, their car yeah, around and, anymore. And that's the <laughs> kind of an actuarial thing, um, but you can do a lot more than you know. You can enhance your actuaries by using those types of things. So it's, it's kind of funky and cool. So if, as an accounting firm, start with automation. Find everything yeah. you can automate in your business and automate. So it. That, that there's, your, there's there's an awesome task for this year. End yeah. of financial year. The world has stopped. You've got two weeks. Well, you've got two weeks of gas time, a few people are taking some holidays and that, go through all your processes and find yep. out and try and automate five. Yep. Yep. And if you don't know how to do it. Give us a call. It, <laughs> give <them> a call. <laughs> of course. Oh, awesome. All right. Well, I think we, cool. geez, that was a really good chat. Again. That was fun. That was fun. Oh, I enjoyed that. To you. When are we nice ever going to see each other talking. again, Nick? I, I, I don't know. I don't know, it's been a while, hasn't it? It's been a long time. Well, I was talking to my brother in Perth last night, and I, there's just don't, there's no way we're going to see each other for a long time. No. So We won't be seeing each other for a while, but we will. When this is all over, we definitely will. We will. Yeah. What did uh, When we had the first lockdown, one of the partners here said, imagine how good it's going to be when we do get back together and can give each other a hug. It's going to... Yeah. It'll feel weird. You won't want to because you'll you'll be you want to won't want to hug people. You aren't in your be a generation family. of people of just who just have different ways of well, communicating. I don't, I, I don't like handshaking anymore. I'm I'm totally over it. And and so that's that's really funky because that that was a big thing. But anyway. That was the Accounting Technology Fireside Chat. If you enjoyed this, make sure you leave us a like or leave us a comment um, to let us know what you think. And in fact, I'm sitting here and I've I've, I've, I've got a comment. Oh, it's a good morning comment. That's always nice. Um, so so um, leave us a like and leave us a comment and let us know what topics you want to discuss. Um, and we will catch you next week. Um, thank you, Trevor. Have a super week. You too. Thanks, Nick. See ya. Bye.